Hi, thanks for joining me today. This is Samantha Dam from Redefining Caregiving. Today I was thinking about um, something that I struggled with a lot as a caregiver and just as an overall, just a person, as a mother, as a um, friend, in any area of my life, I always struggle with this and it is basically being the yes person, you know, the yes person. Yes, I can help you with that. And yes, I can do this. And I got so used to saying yes to so many people as a young person that it was very easy. It came automatically for me as an adult. And I'm not sure if you've ever experienced that before where someone just assumes you should be doing something because you're already in relation to it or in responsible in some way to it, something. But that's just not fair, is it? It's not fair. It's not very nice. But we allow it to happen. We can't blame everyone else for for putting us in that position. We literally landed there because we walked into it. So Today, I almost want to encourage you to be very careful about saying yes to everything because you might not be aware of how many hours a day or how many, how many minutes a day or hours a day you will be wasting helping people who can help themselves, right? And so they're so used to you saying yes to everything that they may take advantage of that. And maybe it's not intentional. Maybe it's become a habit for them just to let you do everything. And I know there's a lot of you out there who are thinking, oh man, that is so true. There's so many things that I wish they would do, but here's the thing. The only way they're going to start doing it is if you stop doing it, right? So um, just think about the things you go through the day and, and do in the morning. When you wake up, do you have children? Do you have a husband? Or are you just alone? What are you doing for someone else? You know, even if you're just alone and you're getting on Facebook in the morning time, uh, to support other people, if that's what you spend your time mostly doing is supporting people. Look at how many minutes you take doing that. And then if you feel like you're behind, that's where you need to get the, the time from. You can say yes to some things and no to more things, right? So, and, and I know that what you struggle with that is that we struggle that we think people aren't going to like us. They're not going to appreciate us because we're not helping them. And the bottom line is, if you're in a relationship with anyone, whether it be your kids or your husband or your friends, or even at work, and you have to do exceeding amounts of stuff to keep them in your life, to keep them happy, that's not a healthy relationship. It's, it's not a healthy way to carry on a relationship because you will be taken advantage of. And you'll. And the worst thing to feel after that is resentment, which is what we do tend to feel when we don't get appreciation for all the time we put into the yes, yes mode. So I'm saying this to, um, for one thing, to save time. And for another, to save your relationships and um, to save your health. Because we can only do so much. And what happens with caregivers, they get burned out because they're, they're trying to be perfectionist or trying to do too much. Or maybe they're in a position like I was where there was no other option but to do it all. But when I look back on it now, I do see that I really could have done things differently. That's why I wanted to share it with you. I want you to make a list of the things that you do for people that you know they could do for themselves. So make a list of the things you do for people and write down what it is. And then I want you to kind of rough estimate how long it takes you to do that task. Okay? Whether it be um, getting on Facebook and liking all their posts or whether it be getting someone a cup of coffee in the morning, um, or maybe it's just picking up after people, which we tend to do a lot of us moms. <laughs> we pick up after everybody. And 
you know, we spend probably, you know, if you start calculating the time, you'll see it's a lot of time that you spend doing what I call wasted time because people need to do for themselves. Okay. And caregivers tend to be so, oh, we, we just want so much to help everyone and that's good. But when it stops helping us and it starts hurting us, that's not good. So we are just as important as the people we care for. And sometimes you may not feel that way, but even though you don't, it's the truth. So you have to keep telling yourself that because eventually you'll start believing it. So here's what I want you to do second to uh, making that little list of what you do. I want you to um, realize there's 24 hours in a day, right? So if you're sleeping eight of those hours, if you are, <laughs> then you get 15 hours left, right? That you have to be doing. And if you're caring for someone else, you, you know, we can barely, most people can barely keep up with what they have to do for their own bodies, right? Like showering and, and eating right and making your meals and cleaning up after yourself. That takes 24 hours, right? With sleeping and everything. And then you go to take care of someone else. And it's, it's what happens is we, we start doing so much for the person we're caring for that we forget. We don't see it's like a slow fade that we start losing ourselves. So there's person number one is you. And then person number two is the, the caree. And what we start doing, and it's not intentional. We're just, you know, going through the motions of the day, taking care of that person. And then what happens is we start slowly giving up parts of ourselves and things that we need to do for ourselves. We'll do that with uh, our care, self-care. Like we won't wash our, we may wash our hair less, shower less, don't exercise, don't eat healthy meals because it takes a little time to prepare. Um, but you can see where this is going. And you, you probably, if you're a caregiver or know someone who is, you're seeing them and saying, that's exactly what's happening to that person. And you may not be able to prevent it hundred percent of the time, but you can make some changes and get yourself some free time. And then what you can do when you get a little bit of free time, be very specific about how you use it because it's like precious gold, right? It's just so important for you to be very intentional about how you approach caregiving because being a caregiver to someone, it's similar to you're, you're running, you're kind of running their life, right? I mean, depending on the level of care. So as the level of care gets more and more um, involved, then we lose more of ourselves. And we really need to start the pattern right from the start as a caregiver. And if you're in the middle of it, doing things a certain way, it's going to be hard for the people in your life to get used to it. At first, they're going to say, what's up with you? Why aren't you doing these things? And what you could say to them, what I suggest you might say to them is, do you like me stressed out? <laughs> do you enjoy this person that I am today or that I am most of the time? And if they say no, we'll say that's what that's why you're doing it. Because you want to be that person who they enjoy. Um, you want them to enjoy you more than the things you do for them, right? Because, you know, the bottom line is you're important too. Uh, everyone in your life is not more important than you. Even your kids. I know that seems shocking. <laughs> Coming from me, especially after raising my two daughters, I literally love them to pieces and they love me too. We do for each other, but I've learned this lesson. I don't do things for them that they can do for themselves unless I ask them to do something for me too. That's just now a new habit for me. So let's say like the other day I was doing my daughter's laundry for her. Of course, she can do her own laundry. She's working. She's got a small business and she's got a lot going on. I didn't have anything going on. 
I said, I'll do, I'll do it for you. And then I said, yeah, but I want you to wash my truck because it needs it. And she's like, no problem. Or go to the store for me. So barter with the people in your, in your household and start telling them, if you want me to do this for you, you can do this for me and help me with caregiving. And I'm going to do another podcast to give you ideas of how other family members can help you in caregiving because there are so many creative ways that you can get other people involved so you have more free time for yourself. In the free time, we already know, like I said, there's one person and there's two people. You start blending together and you're the one who gets lost. And we want to bring you back into the forefront. Okay, so you need to be at the forefront of caregiving, the one who's directing and managing it because you are the manager of the caregiving situation. Everyone's counting on you to be um, productive, right? They're counting on you to make decisions. And as a, as a team player, it's important for you to see the team that you have, the people you have, the most that can help you are living under your roof, but you're letting them just camp out there without even helping, right? And I know what you're thinking probably is that, well, my family won't do it. I ask them, I ask them over and over and they won't do it. But then I have an answer for that too. <laughs> my answer to that is, Tough love. You have to you have to be tough enough to want it enough. Do you want yourself enough? I hope so. And you know, they're looking out for themselves too. So what you need to do with that is if they don't want to do it, you don't do something for them. So in other words, if you ask the kids to do the dishes and they complain, you know, next time you want they ask you to go take them to the friend's house, spend the night, you say, uh, would you maybe maybe give them a little taste of what they look complaining, right? Uh, I don't like to be negative, so I probably wouldn't suggest you be negative too, but sometimes it's good to kind of mimic back to someone how they sound to you so that they can hear it, you know? And uh, so that's one kind of, you could try it anyway, but basically be firm and not give them what they want. I don't care how big the fit is that they throw or what how their attitude gets so bad. Write it out, man. Just write it out. Do not let them win. Okay, because you're, like I said, worth fighting for. So I hope you get the point today that you matter and that your family matters too, but you're just enabling them to take advantage of you if you keep saying yes to everything. And if you're naturally a very helpful person like I like to be, it is hard. It's hard to do that. It's really, it takes a lot of intention. But what I want you to remember when you start doing it, just remember that when you were a little kid, you know, look at yourself as a little kid. You were just as important as all the other kids, right? You knew that. And so somehow you grow up and we forget and we need to look at ourselves like we're children still. You need to take care of that inner child, that person inside there who is getting taken advantage of, right? So you can be the champion to yourself and say yes less and no more. There's so much time available. Just look for it. Okay, and don't forget to include yourself in the care that you give every day so freely to everyone else. I know that I'm here for you and I appreciate you listening. Okay, bye bye.